Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode today. This week I have the pleasure of chatting to Jamie who I met through IG actually. So hi Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Hello, thank you so much for having me. It's going to be fun I think. Oh my God, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait till you guys see what we have in store for this episode because we haven't actually done anything like this on the podcast yet. So I'm super, super excited. But before we do, I would love it if you could explain, you know, who you are and what you do to the listeners. Sure. So my name is Jamie and I think the simplest way to explain what I do is that I'm a spiritual channel. And that's the, that's the best phrase and words that I found to really put together and explain it in a really simple term. And my mission is to assist humanity in its mass awakening, uh, which I know many of you listening here, as well as you, <laughs> are, are on this mission as well, right? To uh, raise the consciousness of, of planet Earth. And that's a really big mission and we need a lot of people to shine their light. So I'm doing it in my way. Uh, I channel uh, what I call the pinnacle, which is Pleiadian energy, very galactic energy, star seeds, star beings, you might call them. Um, and they share with me lots of stuff from uh, wisdom around life as well as ancient knowledge and I'm learning every single day with them so basically I channel information for my clients as well as for my audience on my podcast um, on my social media channels and um, also I access the Akashic records I give Reiki to others and recently found how to speak my own light language and that is very amazing something that I have never done before and it's a little bit scary but as I continue doing it I, I feel like it's a way of self-expression and that's um, that's just it just feels so good. You know, it's like your heart opening up. So that's basically the work that I do. Um, a spiritual channel. Yeah, I love that. No, I love that description. I know it's so hard to like put yourself in this little box, right? It's just like, oh, I don't know. How do I describe what I do? But I think you did a beautiful, beautiful job. But before we dive deeper into your story, because I have so many questions, so, so, so many questions. I would love to know when you first came out of the spiritual closet. Ooh, that's a big question. <laughs> that's a whole, I think, story on its own. Oh my gosh, I think I I haven't fully come out of the spiritual closet. I feel like it's always a work in progress and we always kind of find little fears that we might have around uh, fully opening up and, and that's, uh, it's, it's a process that we honor. So I feel like I'm more comfortable now, but the beginning of it happened, I think, two years ago. Oh, or was it a year and a half? I don't even know time now. It just feels like every day is 
it's just time is an illusion. Oh my God. Yes. I feel that. Especially when you're spending so much time in the Akashic records, you're just like, wait, what day is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't even care what day is it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess it's two years ago that I would, I remember I was, I just graduated from university and um, it was during COVID at that time. So during the pandemic and we were all really just staying at home and I was studying from home and I had a lot of time. So somehow I got into manifestation. I was really intrigued by that idea. So that was, I guess, the door. I stepped into it and that was what led me into diving deeper uh, and learning more about spirituality. And I realized that manifestation is just like the tip of the iceberg and there's so much more beneath it. That's like, it's a, it's a black hole. It's just never ending. And the more I I find out about it, I realize that it's all about coming home to ourselves, right? That's how we connect to source, God, or whatever you, you decide to call it or resonate with. Uh, so that was the beginning of it. But there was so much fear around this whole personality that I just found out about myself. It felt like I had two split personalities. And one of it was very... I guess it's societal conditioning that, you know, whatever that people tell you, you're like, okay, I want to have this life. I want my life to come out this way. I want to get married by this age and earn X amount of money by, by age, whatever, 26 and own a car and then a house and then a family. And it's all like all these conditioning. And I thought that was the ideal life that I wanted. But when I started diving deeper into myself and asking what is life and what do I want? Who am I? That was really the beginning of the doors opening. And um, the more I found out, the more I was scared because I was like, oh my gosh, what's this person going to think about me? What's my friends going to think about me? And I feel like it's all in divine timing and I really appreciate it. And I'm so grateful that it happened during the pandemic when we were all, you know, stuck at home. I didn't need to feel the pressure to go for social gatherings and to meet my friends or even just family members. I was just at home and I was doing all this work by myself. It felt like it was just me and, and the universe, my guides, and, and we were just going on this journey. Uh, but slowly, when things started to open up, friends started to ask me out for lunch, for dinner. And that's when uh, I slowly had to open up. Um, and it's challenging, but I'd say, you know, give yourself time give yourself time. And uh, the more I am able to embrace this part of me is when I slowly stepped out of the closet. So I guess that's that's a really short and summarized version of, of my whole experience. It's amazing because I totally relate to that. And it does start off, I always call the manifesting like the gateway drug into the world of spirituality. And it does, it takes balls to actually be like, wait, hold on, I'm, in, I'm interested in this. And I remember when I first started to even connect with extraterrestrials, like that was a completely different ball game. So I love it. Yeah, it's like coming out of the closet is happening in increments. But I feel like you're totally out now. Like you are, you're channeling live and just I've, I've been, I've been watching you and I'm like, whoa, look at her go. Like, it's incredible. You just started a YouTube channel, right? 
Oh my gosh, yes, I did. And I had so much fear around studying because previously I was, when I was, you know, teaching about manifestation, I had a separate channel, but I stopped it because I was like, it doesn't feel right. And I felt like creating content was so hard. I felt so stressed out every single time I had to create content. I had to edit it and upload it. And I just felt so frustrated. I just stopped and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to spend time on this anymore. And then I received messages from my guides from my higher self, from the pinnacle that uh, I am to start a YouTube channel and I share what I receive in my Akashic records to the world as well as light language. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm able to do that because light language is something that um, I feel like some people might be afraid of it because it sounds so out there. And when I first tried to channel light language, I felt a lot of block in my throat chakra, to be honest, and my heart, because I was so scared and I was constantly, you know, my mind was constantly thinking, is this right? Is this word right? Am I supposed to say it this way? It sounds so weird. Like, I don't know if I can put it out there, but the more that I start sharing and just the first step is really allowing myself to express. Even when I'm by myself, there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of fear and questioning and doubt. And when I was able to just... Uh, slowly release all of that which is a process that's when I got more comfortable and then I don't even care about what other people think about me I know that when people resonate they will the soul will feel it and and even if they don't understand which light language is not something for us to completely understand with the mind it's felt with the soul they will know and and they will feel feel all these sensations so yeah (laughs) That's so special. And I love listening to you channel because it really does shift your vibration instantly. And I love what you said. It's not something that's understood, but it's felt in the soul. And I can't wait to dive into that, but I want to back it up because I want to start from the start. I'm like, I know we just briefly brushed over this because of the question that I asked, but I want to actually know like how you went from the manifesting to the Akashic Records stuff and then actually channeling and things like that, because that's like a big step. You know, people can be quite in the 3D, even with manifesting alone. So, you know, what was that transition for you? Because for me personally, it was actually joining like a program and joining other women. And it was just like, you know, being in that space and practicing using my intuition. So it was, I think it was a bit different to you. So what was your experience like? So for me, it started in August last year. So 2021, August 2021. Uh, I, I was chatting with this friend of mine and she isn't really exactly like a really close friend at that time. I found her through Instagram. Someone sent I think someone shared her profile on their stories and I saw it. And for some reason, I went to check her out and I started DMing her. And at that point, it was really about getting to know more people. You know, when you first start, it's you have to take the initiative to to kind of reach out to others. So that was my intention. And for some reason, we started talking every single day, every single day we haven't stopped um, from, from then till today. And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't even, I don't even understand how we hold up our conversation, but we just have so much to talk about. And she was the one that um, during our conversation and I opened 
up to her about, I think that time is an illusion. And then she was like, oh my gosh, I feel it too, blah, blah, blah. And so she sent me this link to listen to a podcast. Uh, and I went to listen to that. And basically she's the one that that taught me how to read the Akashic Records. And I heard her ad in the podcast talking about the Akashic Records, how she's having this sale. Um, and I, to be honest, was freaking out a little bit because of how much I resonated, but I didn't, because I just invested in a huge program that was about manifestation. And then now I am thinking about investing in another program. My bank account didn't have a break. <laughs> so I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do this. You know, whatever. I'm not going to listen to her because I feel like it's so magnetic that if I continue listening, I would impulse buy. Uh, so I stopped for I think one month and then as we were having a conversation with this friend of mine which now I found out is kind of like my my twin flame <laughs> my soul sister uh she sent me her link again she said you know what you really need to to like watch her videos and listen to a podcast and follow her on Instagram so I was like oh my gosh it's her again fine I'll listen to a podcast again so I listened to a podcast and then it was at that moment I don't know what about it I made the decision to invest in that the Akashic Records program which was super affordable to be honest because it's completely digital and we have the resources forever so I went through that in a day like can you believe it I went through that in 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 one day I totally believe it like I the way that I was consuming content last year like when you said the bank account joke I was like oh my god I resonate so much because that was me I've had to actually put a caps on myself and be like you're not allowed to do any more programs (laughs) Yeah, but then I guess the universe has another plan for us. And uh, I flew through it in a day. And then I just was so excited to open my own Akashic Records. So I opened it and it felt like home. Like, I don't know how to explain that feeling, but I just knew how to do it. Like, I knew how to do it. And I just listened to my soul because I think for Akashic Records, a lot of people do it their own way. So some people do it through life channeling. Some people do it through uh, automatic writing. For me, I tried life channeling and it just felt right. It just felt right. And it came out so smoothly. I feel like I didn't even have to force anything. And I would channel for like 30 to 45 minutes at one go. I didn't stop. And I opened my eyes and I was like, oh my gosh, what's that? And then I continued doing it for a couple more days and I received a very clear message to read the records for others. And at that point of time, I was like, no, I'm not going to read it for others because I just started and I don't even know if I want my business to go in that direction because the whole intention and purpose of learning how to read the Akashic records was for myself like I wanted to know more about myself I wanted to learn more about myself uh, my past life my multi-dimensional self the timelines that I'm in right now and I want to heal some parts of myself because I know there's a lot um, of healing that's that's happening right now so um, that was my sole intention but they had a different plan and they said yes, do it now. And I kind of pushed that away because I was so scared. I was like, no, no, no. My whole manifestation thing in this business is just picking up. Like finally people are, are seeing me and, and they're asking me to go on uh, to be a guest and to be a guest uh, uh, speaker and things like that. And I was like, it's just picking up. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sway into like a completely different direction because 
when I opened the Akashic Records, I realized that manifestation isn't exact, like the full picture of it is not really taught. Um, and it's so hard to really explain it because it requires a deep level of surrender. And it, I think the piece to transitioning from manifestation to the Akashic Records for me was to completely surrender and to listen to my guides and my higher self that was speaking to me through my Akashic Records. So uh, I remember there was one time they were so firm. I'm like, no, you have to do this. Just get it out today. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I did it. And then the response was like immense. I didn't even know people were interested in that. And so I was like, okay, I took it as a sign and then went with it. And then slowly the manifestation piece just dropped away because I didn't resonate with it anymore. Uh, so that was, I guess, basically the transition. I love everything that you said in terms of how you actually trusted yourself with transitioning from the manifestation stuff to the actual Akashic Records. And even though it made no sense to your business plan, and I find that this journey does make no sense, right? It's just there is no point figuring it out. All you have to do is like follow those little breadcrumb trails, but it's not easy, especially when you're gaining momentum. And I resonate to that story so much because that was actually me, but I feel like the opposite to you because I started off my, my business with, you know, actually doing readings and going to the Akashic Records and all of that. And then, you know, it took me basically the end of last year to realize that that's not what I actually wanted to do. And I, it was like, what? Like that, I, I started to make lots of money through that like avenue. And I was like, oh, this is working. I'm having an online business. You know, I had a, I had another day job that I was able to cut down. And then it was like, nah, now you have to quit that and start from scratch again. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's just like, are you serious? But it's about trusting that little voice and trusting that it's going to lead you to exactly where you need to be. So you're really brave for actually following that voice and continuing to follow that voice because honestly, like I've I've watched you, it suits you so much and you're really, really coming from the heart and that story is just so, 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 so special. And I feel like everyone needs light language, especially like just, oh, it, it is so powerful. So how did the light language actually come into your vicinity and how did you start to actually know because first you connected to the Pleiadians. So maybe we'll start there. So how did you start to connect to the Pleiadians first of all? When I was learning from um, my teacher, I wouldn't call her teacher because well she's basically a guide for me and we are all our own masters and teachers. So um, she is Ashley. Um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, Ashley Wood at ALN Within. Uh, basically, she connects with the Pleiadians. So she, uh, I think prior to that, there's another Akashic Records reader, I think Linda, that, um, that channeled um, a prayer to use. And when I actually, I did speak to a lot of people who, who enters the Akashic Records, but it never really resonated with me for some reason. I didn't really want to learn it. Um, but then when I came across her profile, it just was, it was right. It felt right. And so I connected um, with her and I bought the course and that's how I channel um, the Pleiadian energy because that's what she was channeling and she teaches people how to connect to the Pleiadian energy or more galactic sources. Um, so that's basically how I connect with the Pleiadian energy. But there's an interesting so story because uh, 
it's crazy now that I think about it. I have been connected to this ring. I'm wearing it now. This is like, this is called the Pleiadian ring. And I connected with it, I think in the beginning of last year, March, somewhere around then. I wanted to buy it, but it was out of my budget at that time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so connected to this ring. And at that time, I had no idea what the word Pleiades meant. I had no idea. I had to ask a person like, what does Pleiades mean? And you know, what does this ring mean? And she she told me um, a backstory around uh, the Seven Sisters, which is, you know, also called the Pleiades Star Cluster. And I just, for some reason, resonated with it so much. But at that time, again, I didn't have the budget. So I told her, you know what, um, I'm just going to tell you and let you know that I don't have the budget right now but when I do and if this ring is still up there on your site then it's meant for me and I will get it and almost a year later after I went into the Akashic Records and I connected with the Pleiadians I saw that ring again and it was still up there on her site and I was like wait hold up what's going on and then all these flashbacks just happened and I was like oh my gosh wait this is where I my first contact with um, the Pleiadians and the Pleiades uh, happened and it's still there. And I suddenly remember the promise that I made to myself, if it's still there and I have the budget to buy this now, I will get it. So interestingly, they were having a 20% off sale at that time as well. It's actually a vintage shop. So it's it's actually hard to find a piece that is exactly the same because it's passed down and, and she sourced it from, I think, um, all over the world, Egypt, Middle East, Australia. Yeah. And, and every piece has so much meaning to it. I felt so connected and I I got it I got it and then I realized that I have always been guided to this energy (laughs) from the beginning and it's just so crazy that is such a beautiful, beautiful story. And what a special spe- like piece to hold. And it is, it's that memory of like, they were always there and guiding you. When you started to connect to the Pleiadians, were you afraid? Because I know for me, I, I guess it was a bit different because you actually purchased the course to connect with them. Whereas I did that like later on in terms of like connecting to extraterrestrials, because at the start I was, I was shit scared. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what is this? I'm like, I'm just getting used to the fact that like the spirits are I'm like, now I have to like, I'm talking, I'm seeing aliens. What? <laughs> um, I interestingly wasn't even afraid. I just felt so home. It felt so right. I, I just knew that they will never cause any harm. They are here to help us. They're here to support us. And they're full of love and light. Uh, when I entered the Akashic Records and I accessed that energy, it just feels so, so loving and supportive. There's no one bit of fear. Whereas I think it's a little bit different from you because I kind of bypassed that whole spiritual realm and I connected straight to to like, like aliens or like extraterrestrials. And it was only recently when I started to um, learn about like language that I felt that uh, a little bit like lower frequency and like more spirit realm and that was when I freaked out I was like oh my gosh I don't want to connect you know with with this kind of energy and I know that there are different vibrations and and different kinds of spirits so I was like shit scared <laughs> I was so scared but so I went into the Akashic Records and they told me that uh, you have to acknowledge that there's both dark and light 
this is duality and and you're living in this this polarity now right this planet is dualistic so you have to acknowledge that you cannot just you know throw the darkness aside and just want to choose light instead when you are pulled into darkness or or fear or these lower and denser vibration what you want to do is you want to look at it in the eye and say i love you and you have the power also within yourself to shine your light on them and that's also assisting them in in raising their vibration which is such a beautiful way of explaining it and that was when my fear kind of um went away a little bit but of course as humans i sometimes you know get scared i get scared trying to connect and in speaking light language because i feel like the light language videos that i saw on on youtube some of them you can feel it like it's different frequencies and i connect much more to to um the more galactic ones versus those that uh, are more uh, i don't know how to explain it it's just denser in vibration and it's lower um and and i get scared sometimes yeah so it's kind of different from you yeah very very different like for me it was like starting off like that and then getting into well i was always seeing the galactic energy even when my guides would come through but i was just calling them spirit just to make myself feel better so it was really funny when i finally got real with myself it's kind of like i hit this like standstill in my awakening and i was like okay i can't go forward without actually acknowledging that this exists and then i had so many questions because then i was like you know what is this why are they here why do they care about us and then it was just this whole other ball game right but I love everything that you said because there is duality in everything. We live in a, exactly what you said. We are here to experience both the positive and the negative. And it's just about, I guess, like something I always had, even at the start of my awakening, I just always had this knowing that if something was ever crossing my boundaries, I could tell it to go and it would have to listen. Like my soul always remembered that rule. So I have had some scary encounters, but they haven't lasted very long because I've been very like stern in my boundaries boundaries of like you're not allowed to come anywhere near me and it's funny and like it's funny even thinking back to those moments because a lot of what was showing up were aspects of my own soul being presented to me in like these really scary scary ways and yeah it's just it's it's a journey it's a journey it's a self-awareness journey and you keep going on and on and I, I just love that you've gotten yourself to light language because your voice is so beautiful. Like when you actually channel that frequency, you can you can feel it. So let's let's dive into what light language actually is. If you had to explain it to someone, I know we're going to do a little live demo for our audience members, which is just so exciting because what a treat. Um, but yeah, if you had to explain it to someone, how would you do that? Oh, I haven't really thought about that. But basically light language is your own soul's language. I think that's the best way to put it across and how I have connected to it. Because when you think of light language as something that's outside of you, that you need to learn a new language, then it becomes very hard because you try to learn it a certain way or you try to channel it like how someone else is doing it. And I can tell you that everyone has different ways of channeling like language. Some people sing, some people channel as if they're talking. Some people mix light language and also a little bit of um, human language. Some people dance. So I think it's just self-expression, you know, and it's connecting within yourself. So light language, there are many different 
variations because we are all so unique and we're all connecting back to ourselves and channeling this language that is universal. It's basically a universal language. And even if your brain can't understand, your soul does. And it's, like I said, not meant to be understood. It's meant to, to be felt. And uh, even if you don't feel anything, know that it's doing something on you. It's doing something on, on um, the higher dimensions of your soul instead of your physical body. So yeah, that's basically like language. Does that make sense? <laughs> that makes perfect sense. No, I love the way that you explain that. I think that that definition fits, yeah, fits light language perfectly. So as you mentioned, it's different for everyone. I actually have a funny story about this. So because you connect to the Pleiadians, I'm going to tell this story because it's it, it fits really, really well. So when I used to do my readings, I used to connect really well to the Syrian beings and I could communicate with them like that. Like it was just so fast, right? The communication was just like, yep, 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 telepathically. You knew what they were saying. It was easy. And I remember there was one person who really uh, had a lot of Pleiadian energy around them. So I called forward the Pleiadian being and I tried to do the reading. Could you not? It took me about 30 minutes to like go through one chakra center. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I have to see this person like in 10 minutes and I, I have nothing because I can't communicate to this Pleiadian. I'm like, I don't know. So I had to get my Syrian being and then I did it really fast. And it was, it turned out really, really good in the end. And I got all the information in like 10 minutes, which was just like, oh my goodness. But it was funny because I was like, oh my God, so I can't really communicate to Pleiadians really well, but I can communicate to Syrian beings really, really well. And it wasn't until a couple months later I actually did this like live portal activation um it was on the solstice and the equinox I did it with um Sonia G she's on Instagram but it was like activating a portal and there were certain groups all around the world doing the same thing and we all do it like you know we dance it's basically called the Pleiadian dance of light so I was doing that and I was representing Australia. It was super, super powerful, super magical. But that's when I started to really connect to uh, Pleiadian energy. And it wasn't until the solstice where we did the portal activation again, did I see why I couldn't communicate with that Pleiadian as well as the Syrian. And that was because I communicate to Pleiadians through light language. So I had this Pleiadian higher self version of me come down and she basically started to teach me how to do light language. And it is, it's going, it's going through a massive um, ego death to allow yourself to actually channel the words because it sounds so strange to the human mind, right? So uh, yeah, she really helped me activate my throat chakra, but she was showing me how to actually program my crystals so I actually program my crystals through light language and I kid you not like that week my crystals were just vibrating at the highest vibration I have ever felt I'd never ever experienced anything like it and yeah she's she's so 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 powerful so I usually call her forward and learn how to do light language if I want to shift my vibration but it really is just like such a powerful tool but I find that funny because I could literally couldn't communicate with the Pleiadian unless it was light language. Oh my gosh, you reminded me of something. Like as you were talking, I just remembered this concept that our soul, I believe that our soul right now, this soul that is in this body is a fragment of my entire of my entire soul. And basically in in different timelines and dimensions, we have these different fragments that are living out 
um, their own lives in in the stars on as a different life in I don't know an alternate universe, and they're all coming back to teach each other, you know, what they've went through, and and yeah, it's just so beautiful now that I heard your story, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's a Pleiadian version of you that came through to teach you, and it's so beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I love that you actually mentioned that because yes, it's so true. We have so many different aspects of my, like of ourselves. And what I realized, I was referring to them as like guides or teachers, but they were me. And that's what I realized only recently, actually. And I guess like they we're given things in small, small doses, right? It's like a little bit here and a little bit there, because I guess if I would have heard that maybe at the start of last year, I wouldn't have been able to accept that because I would have had a very different view of who I am as a soul. So you are so right. We have just multiple lives like happening simultaneously and our higher self versions could be experiencing a life on a different in a different dimension now while simultaneously helping us in this one. And it's just, it's so bizarre to actually even try to grasp that concept. So yeah, I love, love, love that you mentioned that because it's so, so true. I actually wanted to film an episode about that because it's been blowing my mind recently. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. Then you need to you need to read this book. I don't know if I have shared this with you, but have you heard of Dolores Cannon? I have, but I haven't oh read gosh. any other things. Her books. Well, <laughs> I feel like they're Bibles. Really? Bibles for me. Yes. Yeah, so okay. my first ever book from her was uh The Keepers of the Garden. And she basically has so many um evidence of extraterrestrials contacting mm. humans assisting humans and and bringing forth the information and it's crazy that she has so many books on this that every single time I channel something from my Akashic Records or I talk to someone about something and I realize something new I'll open that book and it'll be talking about the same exact thing and I'll be like oh my gosh, how can this be <laughs> happening? It has happened so many times that it's normal now. So I just love her books. I'm currently on the Convoluted Universe book two. And I'm so, I'm having so much fun every single night <laughs> reading oh, it before bedtime. I'll have to definitely check it out because I'm just like, thirsty for any knowledge about the universe and ETs. Like, I just love this stuff so much at the moment. So thank you for those rep recommendations. I, I will get onto it. I'm trying to finish The Law of One because I'm notorious for like starting a book, then going on to the next one, starting a book, then going on to the next one. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm going to listen to The Law of One and then I'm going to get on to Dolores. <laughs> Gosh, now currently I treat my books as like tarot cards or oracle yeah. cards. I don't even read from the start till the end. Usually that's how I read it. But now I just flip or I look at the content and I'm like oh this looks interesting flip oh, to that, that read it and I'm like oh my gosh exactly what I needed to hear felt like it was complete close it go to bed <laughs> that's such a good idea actually I love that yeah. that's a really good idea because these books are like bibles especially when it's like channeled content like that so yeah. I love that that's such a good idea so going back to the light language do you understand what you're saying because you said it's it's felt so do you know like the intention behind what you're doing or Yes. So usually I allow the strings of words or vibration to first be channeled out of me. Um, and then I usually would receive information about what this light language is doing. So at the end of my channeling, I would usually 
receive information and I would say it out loud. So I would usually record it and I'd say it out loud and it would usually sound like, oh, this light language or this channeling is to activate, say, the heart chakra. It's a heart opening vibration. Uh, and then they will go on explaining what it does and, and how it assists others. So that's, I know what they're saying after, but usually not in that moment. In that moment, I just allow myself to fully experience it and to feel uh, the vibrations. Yeah. Amazing. And is it the pinnacle themselves actually giving you the light language? Honestly, I don't really know who I am contacting when I'm channeling like language because I remember feeling a different frequency before and that's more of the Mother Earth frequency and it also sounds different. Uh, that, I think, isn't that much galactic. It's very earthly vibration. That was the other frequency that I, I uh, felt at that moment when I was channeling it um, but other than that it the the most of it was galactic and honestly I don't really know who I'm you know connecting to whether it's the pinnacle or not but I remember asking this in my Akashic records I asked who are you and you know why am I connected to you why are you giving me this information and they say you don't need to know who we are. This name that was like that we have given ourselves, it's just a way of your brain uh, to assist you in understanding and to put a name and label onto this energy. But this is just a group of energy that comes in and out. So it can be different at different points in time. And it depends on uh, what you need in that moment and who can give you that information. So don't, don't be, you know, caught up thinking and, and trying to figure out who we are and giving names to each of us because there are so many energies that you're working with that we are all working with that if we have names for all of them it's crazy it's it's like it's too much for our brains so they said don't worry about it we are here to assist you you're here to channel it to assist humanity so just do it I love that because that is just so notorious of every extraterrestrial ever where they're just like our identity doesn't matter. Like that's just your yeah. human mind trying to make sense of it all because, oh my God, I've been there. And I think there's a there's a good little, um, it's good that you mentioned that for people who are just starting to connect because I think so many people are fixated on knowing like the names and knowing, you know, what they look like, the visual aspect of them. But when you're connecting to these higher dimensional beings, they come in the form of energy and honestly, they come in the form of a collective. And the yes. way that you can actually... Uh, I guess, feel into their intention is through the vibration that they're giving off. Are you feeling scared? Are you feeling down when you're connecting to them? If that's so, then they're obviously not a high vibration. Cut off that connection. Don't follow that. If your soul is second guessing, don't go forward, right? But like you said, you just, you trust the frequency. It lifts you up so, so, so much. And you can, you can feel the vibration shift in your body. So, do you have any other tips that might help people? Like if they're connecting to these higher dimensional energies that might not have like names and faces? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would just say that what, like what you said, you know, um, setting those boundaries for yourself, because as I was attuning myself to Reiki, uh, the Reiki master that I learned from said that there are actually many different spirits that are disguising themselves as a high frequency, pure channel uh, when they're not. And so those energies might bring you down a different path. 
even though there's no right or wrong and eventually you will learn from it but you always have the decision to to draw your own boundaries like we are a sovereign soul that's always been put across when I connect with um, whoever in the Akashic Records they will always emphasize that you have free will and we're not telling you what to do we are basically guiding you and whatever we share with you you can choose to believe it or not you can choose to take action or not but we're here to show you that this is this is the truth you know and if you follow it you'll be led down the path of your highest alignment so again you can set your own boundaries and if you feel scared I think um, give yourself the time to to work on those fears and to really uh, dive deeper and ask where are these fears coming from because when you ask and you allow yourself to receive you will receive and it might lead you to a specific experience or just basically fear that's conjured up in your mind that is so big that it becomes an entity of its own that's like consuming you then you can actually draw your boundaries and say you know I don't want to connect with this frequency because you have free will right you're sovereign so they will always respect that um if it's if it's feeling too much you can say can you slow it down I can't understand all of this and they will slow down. And if you are trying to make sense of something, I think my only uh, recommendation would be when you try to receive all this information and you feel like you don't understand much of it, just write it down. Like if you do it through automatic writing, just put it somewhere as safe where you can, you know, uh, refer back to it at a future time, or if you do it through speaking like this, then you can transcribe it. I always keep like a Google document where I transcribe everything. And one day you will be ready to understand the information, right? And you can refer back and realize that, oh, I've always been, you know, led down this path, or I've always been given this information. I just needed to stop like questioning it too much or, or try to understand everything. Don't try to understand everything because our minds are, too limited for all the information out there in the universe and that is why they're giving us information piece by piece instead of like here's everything you need to know about the universe absolutely I love that that was beautiful 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 advice so this might be a little bit of a hard question so if you can't answer it it's totally okay (laughs) because it would be hard to answer but if you had to choose like a favorite channeled message of yours what would it be (laughs) I know (laughs) Okay, I know, I know, I have one that, I have a couple, and now this one is coming to my awareness, so um, I really love when they shared with me the concept of life being a dynamic puzzle, and that was, I actually read it in in that book, the Dolores Cannon's book, (laughs) yesterday, and I got reminded of it, and I'm reminded again, so I guess I'm meant to share this, so Basically, what they mean by life is a dynamic puzzle is that there's no fixed outcome, right? Like when you're fixing a puzzle in in this 3D form, there's always like a picture that you follow and then you piece it up and then you piece this beautiful image or a picture and then you hang hang it up on your wall. But the dynamic puzzle of our life is different because you're not given all the pieces, of, of your life's puzzle at one go. It basically comes and it, and it goes. So you're only given, let's say 10 pieces out of like 10,000 pieces to piece together. And that 10 pieces are basically 
like your soul's blueprint, like the skeleton of your life now. And these are the things that you will, you will go through in your life. It's meant to activate you. It's meant to teach you something. It's a lesson that you work through, right? So those are the 10 pieces that are like set in stone. That's, that's your, your skeleton. And then the other pieces are up to you, how you want to fix it. There's no one puzzle that goes here. It's like you can take this puzzle when it's presented to you, this piece, or you can leave it and wait for another one. And every time you make a decision, you're putting these puzzle pieces and it can be moved around these 10 fixed fixed pieces. And then, yeah, basically it's dynamic. There's no such thing as um, like, this is the path that you're, it's the right path you take. This is the path and that's the wrong path. It's like, it's all up to you. And basically you journey as if this is a, um, a traveling experience. You learn, right? And you go with the flow and then you fix it however you want to fix it. That's such a beautiful message. And I love that analogy of the dynamic puzzle. Thank you so much for sharing that. See, that was definitely meant to be shared because that was at the yes. forefront of your mind. I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I love that. I love that as well. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it. So shall we get into some live channeling now? Yes, we Tell shall. Tell me what you need from me. What do you need for me to do? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I just <laughs> watch. <All> right. <laughs> yeah, you can just watch, or if okay. you wanna, if you wanna channel as well, you can. I don't know how long this is gonna go. Oh, but don't worry. We don't. We don't have a time caps here. We just. just we <laughs> I will go. try. Sometimes it happens like it goes on for ten minutes. Sometimes it's like short and sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes singing comes through. Sometimes not. And I guess towards the end, I'll ask what it means. So, you know, I'll give a little explanation of it Perfect. as well. Perfect. Oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, don't be nervous. Let's all take, we're all, everyone, let's all close our eyes as long as you're not driving yeah. or doing anything like that. <laughs> close our yeah. eyes and let's take some deep breaths in. Yeah. Take a deep breath in. And release. Chua anakara iserua ana turu rosana ena nakara tu unu uana kasara ena kra usuru kuturu asana nakra asare nu nuru uana kara a ku ku uana ana nakre ese Tu tua nakara a nakchuana a tu tu arakara asana a nakra wakra asana tuk tuk kruasana nakruasana tuk tuk kruasana nakchua ekana nakruasana nakchua nakruasana Nara e kruasana e na kruasana e na chu kruasana ku na kruasana chu chu kruasana nara ya ka akra asa tu kruasana chuasa kraasa tua usu tua e na Chara akara asu tuarasana. Truasana, truasana. 
Twa Akanasana. Yukruvasana, Chukruvasana. Nachuvasana e Nachuvasana. Naku ukruvasana, na uasa, chakara ana sana. Chu ukruvasana, chu ukruva ekere esu kruvasana kara a tak tak tak. Nakchua ese, nakchua ese, nakchua ese na. Tu uwa fakrasana e na chukruvasana e na kruvasana. Chu uene, nara asa kara asana. Nachua asanga anakrasana. Na o chuase naraye kuru chu naraye kuchu. Nachua se e kure e naraya chua sana kuru ue naraye ka chua e. So this frequency, there's a lot of things in that short channeling. What I feel and what I saw was the activation of our third eye. So they were doing something um, on our third eye. And what I received is that we are awakening to the truth. And we are seeing past this illusion, this life on earth that is an illusion. It's like a hologram. And we came here to learn, to experience and to grow. It is like a simulation. We were meant to forget who we truly are so that we can fully experience human life because there's so much for us to learn here to assist us, our soul, in our growth and evolution. So that's the main purpose why we came here in these physical bodies, even though it might be hard some days. But they're also saying towards the end that There's this new earth that we're stepping into. It's a new frequency. It's a new vibration. And in this frequency, in this new dimension, there's no more competition. There's no more fight for power, fame, reputation greed, all these material things, we're not going to bring that into this new dimension. It is going to be a place where only love exists. Collaboration, unity, that is how we ascend. 
And so many of us, as we're doing this work, if you are being called to do this work in your own ways, you are being guided. There is a bigger purpose behind all of this and everything happens for a reason. So that's the new frequency that we're moving into. We call it the age of Aquarius or new earth, however you want to call it, but it's a new frequency that when you start feeling like things um, are falling apart, they're crumbling, it's all happening for a reason because you need to release all of these things that are not meant for you anymore not aligned with this new frequency of yours as you raise your vibration. It's not aligned with you anymore and it's too dense to be brought into this new earth. So we are transitioning. A lot of people physically as well as spiritually um, in the cosmos are assisting us. If you feel called to open your heart up to receiving these information and most importantly, come home to yourself because it's looking within that you connect to divine. It's not outside of you. It's within you. That was so, so, so beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Honestly, your voice, it's just, it's so powerful. And I actually want to hear from the people at home who did that live with us because I felt that it was activating the third eye. Even like, And then when you said it, I was like, <laughs> really? oh, I knew it. Yes, I felt it. I felt, I'm like, they're definitely here. Like I'm like crown or third eye definitely felt it and it was so I didn't I can't even describe the feelings that were happening in my body so I want to hear from those who did it live with us because I'm like that was incredible to actually feel that I don't know it was just it was it was amazing but um another thing that I wanted to say like that that message that came through is just so divine and so perfect and I know it's something that I definitely needed to hear today so I hope that that was the I I, I know that that would be the same for the listeners as well so thank you thank you so much like you have such a powerful powerful channel like how incredible that you get to do that <laughs> it's interesting I never really thought about myself in that way in fact, I don't like my voice in the past. What? Yes. <laughs> such a beautiful voice. Yeah, so I worked on this. I think light language activated my throat chakra. So I had a lot of blockages in my throat chakra in the beginning, especially like when I am told to speak up. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not going to speak up because I'm so scared that my opinions would be quote unquote wrong and you know people would look down at me or whatever it is and they would find me weird and as I was you know getting out the spiritual closet I also had a lot of like like throat chakra issues and, and, and heart chakra like really not opening up um, but I think in the past two years that's a thing sometimes when you feel like you want to force yourself to do that work and to activate the chakra it doesn't really work because there's always a divine time and space for you to realize these gifts that you have and I didn't really thought much about it I just kept 
trying my best to share, I guess, my opinion, which is why I created a separate account, like the White Walls. Uh, and then slowly, <laughs> it it just something let me down to light language. I remember the first time I got into light language was again another one of my followers. She <laughs> sent me a video, and she said, "For some reason, I feel like this. You would resonate with this." And then I saw that link and I clicked on that link and it brought me to YouTube and it said Pleiadian light language. And at that moment, she, I wasn't really explaining to my followers yet what I was channeling. Uh, and it was really, really in the beginning of, of me, like really still getting comfortable with the Akashic records. And then she sent me that and I was like, holy crap. Like, do you know that I connect with the Pleiadians and you sending this to me when I didn't even speak to her about this we weren't that close and she kept sending me like different videos of like language that was the first and then I was like okay that seems interesting I felt that frequency I felt that vibration it felt like home and it's so beautiful but I never really tried channeling because I was like no I can't do this like I I can't do this it's a little bit too out there for me so I just put that aside and then a couple of months later I think towards the end of the year so December or November last year she sent me another video like our our conversations are just links because like we never really talk but she sent me these links to YouTube videos and then she was like you need to watch this and it was another video about like language and that was when that night I went into like a whole rabbit hole I was watching like language videos till like 12 a.m 12 30 a.m and then uh somehow I think those light language that I heard activated something in me and the more I tried and you know just released all my fear which is progressively it wasn't overnight um I managed to connect to my own uh, my own frequency my own language I guess <laughs> Thank goodness that you did, honestly, because you can just tell that it's exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now. But I just remembered the other thing that came through as you were doing that. You were so right. It felt very earthy, like the light language that you try um, that you channel. It felt, you know what it reminded me of? It felt like very like fairy tale, elemental vibes, like very magical. And like it really, um, I felt like that divine inner child essence kind of being activated as I was listening to you. So I wanted to share that as well because I'm like, that's what came through. <laughs> so oh, beautiful. yes. Yes. That singing towards the end, it felt very earthly. Like in the beginning, it was still a little bit like galactic, like they were doing something to us, you know, but I don't know what that is. I don't, only saw the vision of the third eye and they were like doing something there. And then towards the end, as I was singing, it was like another frequency. And since they talked about the new earth frequency, and I guess that's that's the new frequency uh, that was coming through. <laughs> that must have been it. That must have been it. That yeah. is so it. It was definitely very, very special. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for that. Honestly, it's been so much fun chatting to you or oh, actually before I stop I was just wondering um do you also do that with your Reiki sessions I know that some people actually channel light language as they do Reiki oh my gosh I'm so glad you asked because as I was preparing well I didn't really prepare for this uh this session that we have because I know exactly what needs to come through or come through at that moment. But as I was like setting up everything, something just came to me and I was, and it said, um, share with the audience that you do like language as you do Reiki. <laughs> now you ask me and I'm like, oh yes, I do. Of course. <laughs> um, 
I do channel like language as I do Reiki, but it's not, well, it's not every single time that I would channel like language. And most of the time my clients wouldn't hear it because how I do Reiki is completely distant. I don't have any physical sessions and I don't need you to, to show up on Zoom because it doesn't really matter, right? You don't need to see me do it. So I just do it in, in the quantum field and I like visualize your bodies in front of me and then I, I do Reiki. Um, the recent one that I did, yes, I did channel like language. It was to activate the heart and the throat, um, but I didn't record it in my session recording. So after I finished doing Reiki, usually I would send like a pre-recorded guided meditation for you to just ease into it and relax and receive it for the full 40 minutes. And then as I finished, I would like do a little voice note on what I saw or what I felt that I was doing on your soul. Um, and then towards, well, the second voice recording, I would have two voice recordings. So one voice recording would be moving you through the whole session and uh, sharing what I saw received messages for you. And then the second recording would be me opening the Akashic Records for you to channel some uh, alignment tips, some tips uh, with regards to whatever we worked on during the session. So that's basically I combine like the Akashic Records and Reiki and now light language at the background. That's awesome. That's like such a unique way of doing that. That sounds incredible though. So you're getting a little bit of channeling, some guided messages as well as an energy healing. That's amazing. Yes, amazing. And, <laughs> and I feel language to like shift your frequency. Yes, I feel like like language is also like medicine for me as I'm doing it because I'm expressing myself and I feel a release every single time I channel like language because it's like releasing of fear and all this stuff, all this conditioning that we have. Oh, oh I could imagine it would just be so expansive. Like before when you said, oh, you can channel with me. I was like, uh, probably not. <laughs> like, you know, that fear comes in and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But what I realized is the, the first bit of what you channeled sounds really similar to the Pleiadian that I channel. So oh, really, yeah, she like the the repeating at the end like was really familiar was what I do as well when I channel light language, but I'm still learning. So let's not let's yeah, use me yeah. as an example. <laughs> thank you. Again. No, we're all learning. No, yes, we are. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for this. I won't take up any more of your time. Thank you for channeling live for us and giving us that. Like that was just such a treat. If people wanted to connect with you, if they wanted to book in sessions with you, where could they do that? Uh, they can just hit me up on Instagram. I'm just at the dot white walls, or you can look up my offerings on my website, which is just the white walls Amazing. Thank you again. Have a lovely rest of your day. Yes. Have a lovely day too. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. It would mean the world to me. So if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Shule Ozek. I would love to connect with you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.